Okay, should be live on Instagram, should be live on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter. Let's see if the audio works. Wait a second. Perfect. Okay, so uh, welcome everybody to this sixth episode of Podcasts. Podcasts is my podcast in which I talk about well, methods and digital marketing in general. Sometimes I try to interview the maximum experts of um, of digital marketing and Facebook ads in general all over the world. Uh, podcasts for now is in English, but I will soon maybe release an Italian version. So today I would like to talk about PGCs, which is something I thought really, really talked about a lot in this period, most of all on Instagram and LinkedIn. And many of you asked me about how to create PGCs or SGCs, and we will see what is the difference and how to like scale your business and scale your meta ads without additional budget or without a massive additional budget on meta ads uh, with this kind of content. So with that being said, uh, let's dive deeper into the difference between UGCs and influencer content. The influencer content is something that there is like for, for a long time, there's here for a long time, and it consists in hiring uh, like a celebrity, uh, which uh, can be a very big celebrity or it can be a niche celebrity, a niche influencer. Um, which basically consists in like sending your product, of course, and paying for making the video on their social media handles. And basically what the influencer does is like uh, publishing content on their following, on their social media handles. So with their following, their followers, their community, uh, talking about your product, specifying that is an ADV uh, with hashtags and all the norms that are uh, needed for based on the state where you are. And what is the difference between this and a UGC? The influencer content is for sure a paid sponsorship, is a celebrity which talks about your product in their social media and sometimes based on the contract that you make with the with the celebrity, with the influencer, you can also take that content to publish it on your uh, social media or in to use that video for your ads. And it is something that I really recommend you to do if you have enough budget to do that. Um, but in over the time, uh, something new is like, is not poor, but it has been discovered by agencies and by companies, uh, which is the user generated content. What is the definition of user-generated content? By user, we mean uh, the, the terms refers to um, those people who are actually user of your product. So your clients, your customers, and so on. UGCs are born with the intention to like show that your product or your service has been used by real people that some people which are like normal people and not just celebrities like the influencer does the influencer marketing content does um, showing to anyone that this product is not only accessible for like celebrities but also for like normal people normal users that have 
come through your e-commerce and purchase that and made like some photos or videos as a review and you use that for your ads. So user-generated content is like literally some content that has been generated by users. And by its own definition, uh, it should be something that is legit, that is like uh, natural. So that your users, your customers send you some photos, some videos, publish a story about your brand or your product, uh, talk about your brand and your product or your product generally. And you can, based on, of course, also their, their uh, privacy concerns and privacy settings, um you can use them for your ads to show like natural content something that happened in the last years is that user-generated content has become like a sort of double influencer marketing but not with celebrities but with like actors which are not not uh, necessarily well known basically a ugc is told to not be shown by someone who is known in, in the industry uh, otherwise it would be an influencer marketing content uh, but it is like uh, something some actors that you can also find on fiverr on upwork uh, that can you can send your product to and for a very very cheap price they can make some user generated content for you so they act like they are your customers and they start publishing uh, they start sending you some videos and some photos about your product that you can use for your ads, pretending that it is a real customer that made that video or that content for you. So we in the in the past years, I am uh, I am very aware of that. We lost the, like the real definition of UGC. UGC is something that should be, as I said, genuine. That should be uh, generated should uh, should be generated uh, by your customers and your clients. But actually, we we end up to uh, we ended up to hiring. Sorry, the connection lost. I hope that it is restored now. So it is something that, uh, as I was saying, we, 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 really, we really lost the definition of. So what is like the, the definition of EGC, which is something that I really talked about a lot these days and how you can use that for your content your content and your meta ads. So UGC, BGCs are what I like to call like Paulo's generated content, which is that kind of content uh, which has been like generated by me uh, because I am like, uh, I am managing some meta ads, so some Facebook ads for my clients. And I asked a client, it all started when I asked a client to send me directly to my house, their product. And I was creating like a sort of UGCs, uh, which is of course not, I'm not a user. Um, so it couldn't have been called like a UGC and I'm not even an actor of, uh, uh, not a professional actor. So I couldn't like sell this service also because they were already my clients. 
and I started creating some content around it. What kind of content? I also made a video that I published maybe yesterday or maybe today, in which I show three types of PGCs that you can make with, I, I made an example of this cap, the less clicks, more sales cap that uh, is like, let's call it my brand, uh, to show you some examples of fast UGCs, fast PGCs that you can generate. Why I call them also SGCs, because it is the definition of self-generated content, which gives you a better idea about what I'm talking about. PGC is how I like to call them because I, I always name them PGCs when I run the ads, uh, that kind of ads. So what are like the, the benefits of making PGCs uh, or self-generated content and how they can help you scale your meta ads? PGCs or self-generated content are those kind of ads that you can like shoot anywhere because you don't need to have like a professional studio. You don't need to have a quality audio. You don't need to have like a, a ring light, uh, which clearly shows up the best details of that product and be a professional photographer or professional video maker to make a good ad. And that's actually the point of why UGCs in general have worked over the past years. The reason why they worked a lot and it worked really, really well is because they seem like to be um, uh, a more natural content, which is like the, the aim of UGCs. So to seem more natural, to seem like someone shooted it naturally and shooted it while using. And of course, a user, uh, an average user that shoots some photos about a product doesn't have like uh, any specific uh, knowledge about photography, knowledge about video making. And so they make like, uh, let's call them raw photos or raw content. So shoot it by a phone, shoot it by handing the product, uh, shoot it while, uh, I don't know, the, the product is not even centered in the photo. The product has not uh, a natural, uh, white background uh, and it is like inserted in natural context which may be in your kitchen which may be in your table uh, on your studio and so on it, and it is naturally shooted and that is the first and this includes the first uh, advantage of using pgc's and generating content by yourself which is the like the speed uh, which you can uh, generate this kind of content. I generated like over maybe 30 pieces of content uh, of self-generated content um, in like less than an hour. And those 30 content uh, have, have not been used all of them yet. So I still have a lot to use. And for my client, I already have with just one hour of work, one hour of shooting, I have a lot of space and a lot of uh, possibilities to use this kind of content over the time. And I know that if I need to shoot more content like this, I can shoot over 30, maybe up to 50 um, content like this in less than two hours for sure. And this is the first, this is, I don't know if the connection was restored. 
Okay, you should be here now. <laughs> this is, as I was saying, one of the first advantages of using self-generated content, which is the speed of when you can create this kind of content. The second reason is, of course, the naturality um, of uh, the, the content that you generate. The, the reason why, as I said, it works a lot to have like uh, Subgenerated content is because it seems more natural. It seems like a user is shooting this kind of content. And for this reason, you can um, you can focus on showing people what your product looks like, not in a speci specific and ideal situation. You can show your product actually on the all the situations that are more natural so as i was saying in your kitchen in your bedroom uh, and by shooting it uh, without uh, any specific uh, um, tools that can uh, allow you to make better quality photos or better quality videos and this is a great advantage because it drives more conversions because people are used to two things the first thing is they are used to see and watch over the feed when they scroll the feed of Facebook or Instagram. They see all perfect shooted photos. They are used to very, very uh, high quality and fake photos. So we, we are known there are plenty of studies uh, sort of like social, the, seeing how social media can impact the, the social part of our being so people that like are uh, that can see plenty of videos and photos of perfect lights uh, perfect influencers that show their perfect lights so people are used to that and so this is the first reason people can uh, like see a disruptive photo so the, the the this photo this video that you make by yourself for sure it stands out for sure it can be seen by people and for sure it can make like stop people and say oh what is this kind of content and the first thing that they say is for sure that it is not this is not an ad so while while they see uh, once they see a perfectly shooted photo or perfectly shooted video the first impression that they can make on that is okay this is maybe an ad or if it is not an ad, is maybe something that is like sponsored, uh, if it's a product directly, or if it's like showing a person and then the product or the service, um, they can seem like, okay, this is just another photo or video which is professionally shooted, which shows a great, incredible life, and I don't want to see that. So this is the first reason. The second reason uh, that, the, the second thing, uh, where people are used to uh, when they scroll on social media is seeing uh, the content that people make, that their friends make. So what kind of content do our friends make? If you, if you take a look on the feed and on the profile feed of your friends, you may notice that that content is very, very, very different between all the content that we see on average on our social media. So for example, if we see like a lot of professionally shooted photos and videos over the feed or carousels of uh, like 
um, public relations or like uh, newspapers online that publish um, news on uh, professionally shielded content uh, and context, we can see that our friends publish all of these photos which are which are very, very natural shooted. And so this is what people want to see. People want to see over their social feed uh, like the, what their friends are doing, what their friends are, are shooting or are recording and showing people your product shooted by yourself can make that kind of impression and can make that kind of familiarity uh, that people are used to when they scroll on social media and want to see the content that their friends publish. So we, we saw that PGCs or self-generated content can help you understanding two things. The first thing is that they are very, very fast uh, to make. The second thing is that they for sure break your feed. Uh, they stop the scroll uh, of users, which is our first goal when we run ads. We must let we, we must let people stop scrolling and seeing what we have to propose and what is our ad and what is our product about. The third thing that I would say, which is of course connected to this, is that all this kind of content is cheap to make. Of course, the, the only cost that you have is maybe your client that has to produce and ship that product to you. But after that, uh, basically the cost involved in making a self-generated content is zero because you can shoot it on your with your iPhone. And if you don't have an iPhone, maybe it's even better because people uh, will see like even more natural content uh, where the photo is a little bit um, maybe lower quality than the iPhone shooted content. And you can actually uh, look like more natural and more genuine at the eyes of your customers or of your target audience that you are targeting on your meta ads or Facebook ads, whatever it is. So uh, the thing is that PGCs, UGCs in general, but self-generated content are the best way maybe to scale your meta ads because they are fast to produce. They feel more natural and they look more natural to your target audience, which doesn't want to be sold. So people don't want to buy, people don't care about your product, don't care about your service, and they don't want to care. So they don't want to uh, like see your ads and be proposed to purchase something. They only think about them. They only think about how do, would a product solve their problems, solve their desires, and help them achieving their results and the objectives that they have. What you, how you can do that with psychology-based creatives, of course, which is something that I talked about in the previous episode of podcasts. And the second thing that they want is that um, they want to see natural content and they want to um, feel like they already have that kind of product or service that you are showing. So making PGCs, making um, self-generated content is a great, great way to help people uh, imagine how would their life look like if they purchased your product. Of course, because you don't know how this cap fits on your head until you see that on an ad of 
um, of a person that you see scroll by scrolling. So if you see a photo by me with this cap and you wanted to maybe purchase this cap, but you don't know how does it fit, you don't know how is the quality, you don't know how is like uh, inserted in an outfit, which may be a black t-shirt, a black cap, you don't know how it fits to you, you don't know how it is like uh, based on the shape of your head. Of course, they will never know exactly uh, until they get that until they purchase that and that's for sure but you need to help these people understanding how would their life look like with this product or service and if you manage to do this this you can uh, you can be able to sell more because people uh, when they see like a product which has been inserted in a white background, they don't know about the proportions of this product, they don't know how big it is, they don't know the quality, so also showing some products, some, some videos and photos, some saturated content showing how the product looks like uh, by, by touching it. And that's also because some like, if you ever seen um photos or vi videos of uh like sandwich makers uh there are, there are plenty of videos like this in italy but i'm sure that also abroad uh you can see that many people use like a knife uh and they like move that uh, over the the bread to let you know to let you know how is this bread if it's like uh if it's uh, soft or if it's like uh uh, I don't know the term in um, in English, I'm sorry. And this is a great reason, it is a great demonstration of why you should uh, uh, shoot as much uh, subgenerated content as possible. This doesn't mean that you should um, replace all your content, all your methods with subgenerated content because you need a percentage of people that show your product in its best details, in its on under the best light, under the best uh, professionally shooted ad with the best professionally shooted um, video, and of course with a great copy, with a great headline that makes like uh, people have a desire and uh, uh, makes people uh, want and wish your product. This, in fact, uh, is something that I um, that I noticed in all my clients in which I'm running PGCs, which is like the all the ads that are like PGCs or UGCs or SGCs um, works a lot, work a lot on retargeting. And you may look, you may seem, you may think that. Uh, uh, retargeting may be done on a separate campaign and so you say okay they work on retargeting because you put them on retargeting but this is like another topic but i'm not running any retargeting campaign right now i'm running just prospecting campaigns and let facebook manage the budget over like uh, prospecting and retargeting audiences and what you how you can see that you can see that by seeing how much does a single ad spend and how much is the frequency of each ad and you will notice in your also in your prospecting campaigns also with broad even if you think that like there's an endless 
amount of people that can see your ads if you put only broad audiences, only on prospecting campaigns. But actually what you can see is that some of your ads have more frequency and less spend, and some ads have more spend and less frequency. And this is how Facebook Meta uh, works right now. Meta uh, tries to like decide what kind of people to target based on your creative. And when we say that creative does the targeting, we mean also this. We don't only mean that we don't need interest targeting anymore, lookalike targeting anymore. We also mean that we don't need retargeting anymore. Most of all on bigger budgets, most of all on uh, accounts that are spending a lot. And this kind of uh, like budget management that you are um, that Meta is doing by yourself, by itself, it's something that you take could take into account when you analyze your ads. Why I talking to you? Uh, I'm talking about this to you when I talk about PGCs. Uh, I talk about this because I've noticed in many of my clients that like there's some ads which are PGCs uh, that have a very 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 few amount of spend, like. Mm, 300 euros over like 20,000 euros uh, in total across all the ads. And they have like the lowest, the lowest even uh, cost per purchase. And so you may think why you don't make a prospecting campaign based only on this kind of content, only of PGCs, because I know that this kind of budget management that Facebook does is taught as a part of the customer journey of our users. So people don't see just one ad of yours. In fact, if you see, even if your ads have all frequency one, you will see that in your campaign, you have at least frequency one point something. Because people may see a lot of your ads uh, a lot of your different ads. And it turns out that PGCs and sub-generated content or UGCs work better on retargeting. So they have less spend uh, comparing it to all the other ads that are running at the same time on your uh, ad account, but they have the lowest cost per purchase. Why this happens? It happens because as I said before, you need to first create a desire into the mind of your customers so they might uh, they they have to like wish and uh crave your product and that is possible with professionally shooted content with headlines that stand out with a professionally shooted video maybe and that is from my experience what is working right now and uh, of course also always psychology based and uh, in the meantime it is working like that pgc's uh, spend the less possible, spend a very, very small amount of money uh, in percentage of how much you're spending on your Facebook ads, but they take credit of a lot of conversions. And this happens maybe because they work well on retargeting, so they are the last touch point of your users before they make a purchase. So uh, what happens is that they first see your ad uh, professionally shooted, then they see your PGC, then they the professionally shooted ad, and then the PGC, PGC again, and then they convert because they see, they saw, and they desired your product, but they maybe weren't sure about if that product was 
the best fitting for them, uh, if that product was true, was genuine, was legit, uh, if that product fits on normal people. Um, yes, I'm Italian. <laughs> and, um, and, and so the, the best performing ad, uh, the, the one that credits more conversions is like the PGC. So the last one, uh, before the people people make a made a purchase so they you will see that m most of the times uh, your ads that credit more conversions are the ones who who have like uh, in your breakdown uh, have the most of one day click conversions and one day view conversions and this is the reason why so um, this is everything I needed to say. Maybe I have some recommendations for you to create uh, great uh, SGCs, self-generated content, or, or PGCs, if your name uh, starts with P. Um, you can make uh, ads that are like, uh, you have three kinds of PGCs that you can make fast. The first one is the uh, holding your product with your hand and shooting with your iPhone or making a video showing all the details if you prefer. The second type is the post-it, uh, post-it ads. So you shoot a photo of your product with a post-it behind it, um, next to it, and you, in which you say like a headline, for example, it can be, uh, I, I'm glad I discovered this product. Uh, thanks to this product, I don't have this problem. Uh, thanks to this, pro to this product, I achieved this, uh, this objective and so on. Uh, and the third type of PGC, which turns out to be the best performing one so far in all my other accounts is the how-to. So you show how your product works. You show, most of all, if it's a tech-based product, a tech product, you show how does it work to, to like use it, to apply what is taught to do. And you must show how fast and easy it is to use that product. And it is, this is one of the best performing ones that, I, that I've discovered. And what about like what is inserted in the ads? In the ads itself, so in the content, in, in the photo or in the video, you can show uh, basically the product by itself without uh, any copy into the creative, so into the photo or the video. Uh, or basically you can uh, make some, uh, some text which you must be very, very careful about. Uh, you, I don't know how it would like an ad, a, P, a PGC, a self-generated content with a sort of uh, professionally written word. So for example, uh, with a great text, a great font, a professional font. I don't know how it would like, maybe it will um, like, like seem it is not what is taught for that creative, and so it may seem less natural. Um, what you can do is to put some text in the ad if you want to. Uh, I recommend you to do that by Instagram. So you you pretend to make a story, uh, an Instagram story. You shoot the photo or the video, and you add the text that. Instagram allows you to, to put so that it seems even more natural and it seems like someone has published that 
content on in Instagram stories and you just screenshotted that and you see it as an ad. And this makes like your ads even more natural. Someone, uh, I don't remember who it was, but I think I saw that on Twitter, recommends to use this kind of content um, so to shoot a photo of your product and put a text by using as a text a review, a real review, of course, uh, of uh, one of your customers online. So, for example, if you have someone saying, uh, this cup is incredible, I purchased it uh, in an event, uh, you can shoot a content by making a photo on it, uh, through your Instagram stories showing this product and using the text of Instagram saying, I, I love this cap, I, I purchased it in an event. And this is something that really, really works. I used that for one of my clients. And once I discovered that, I saw my conversions really lifting and my sales, the sales of my clients, of course, really lifting. And it's something that I recommend you to play with because there's plenty, plenty of combinations that you can make with this kind of content. Uh, you can see your conversions going up with no additional cost in your methods. And uh, I don't see any, uh, like any reason why you shouldn't try to do that. Because, of course, referring to user-generated content, uh, of course, users that generate content, so actors may be a little bit expensive. Uh, it may be not as much cost-effective as you want, and they may even not... Uh, understanding the real value of your product and so not uh, using that, making videos or photos that you imagined. So by having the product by yourself, you can basically play with it as you want. You can make endless takes, you can make endless um, tests and you can really, really play with it and have fun. And I really recommend you to do that uh, both for like... Uh, exercising making some content and some sub-generated content and most of all to see your conversions lift with no additional effort and uh, budget on your methods and and that's all that's uh, everything that i would uh, like to say you uh, about pgcs so sub-generated content or power generated content as i as he called that uh, thank you, everyone, for being here. Thank you. Uh, thanks to all the people that joined. It's really, really a pleasure to me. And this was podcasts. This was the, the sixth episode of podcasts. And we spoke about UGCs, self-generated content, so SGCs, and how I like to call them uh, PGCs, so Paulus Generated Content. I hope to pro having provided you enough value to uh, have something to test uh, these days uh, in your meta ads. And we will see you in the next episode or in the next live if you are watching me on Instagram. And I wish you a great day. Bye.